Last week, we talked about the traitor angel, Exrail. Exrail the angel, but an angel banished to hell, where he rose through the ranks in the demon army. He knew heaven and hell better than nearly any being, certainly better than anybody in Ilverness. But there are other realms and people who know them well. Perhaps the best example is the Alltaker's child who knew the mortal realm better than anyone. But unlike Exrail, her knowledge was to her detriment. This is the School of the Dead. I am Andrew Seco, your host and teacher for the day. As always, if there are any texts or supplementary materials, I will link them or let you know what they are so you can continue your research after the episode. But our primary textbook is going to continue to be The Chronicle of the Underworld. Now, today we are going to meet the Eater of the Dead, Cleopsis. And I am so excited, I even wore a shirt to match the character. Let's do it. Cleopsis, the representation of the Alltaker's ambition, a being who wanted more information and power. The Alltaker had an incredibly important and complicated mission for her, something crucial to the rebellion. It was her job to go to the mortal realm, to understand the mortals. Now, I want to take a quick detour here to talk about something that we haven't really talked about on the show just yet. See, because I know what you're thinking. Aren't some people from the mortal realm taken to the underworld for the rebellion? And yes, you're correct. They're called Soulborn. But when they come to Ilverness, the capital city of the underworld, it's very rare for them to have a firm grasp on their memories. See, while you can ask a Soulborn mourner about their life in the mortal realm, you can't exactly rely on their memory. It's really chaotic in the mortal realm as is. It's deeply traumatizing, and so memory is a fickle thing. It's better to rely on a proper experience. More than that, though, there's something to be said for a second pair of eyes. People aren't always self-aware. And so the Alltaker asked Cleopsis to go live amongst the mortals in the mortal realm, to understand them, to figure out what it really means to be human, a complete immersion in their culture. Oh, and she understood them, arguably too well. Ever ambitious and ever hungry for power, she studied them and she grew to understand them. Her knowledge, coupled with what she knew from the underworld, helped her capture the minds and hearts of mortals. She quickly gained their affection and their trust, and soon she gained their loyalty and then their worship. Cleopsis became the ruler of an advanced society and a massive amount of mortals. She was revered. She was powerful. See, in the mortal realm, Etheria flows freely all around you, clinging to different objects of importance or attention. The very stuff that fuels osteomancy, necromancy, spirit mandering, the power is there to be used, but few mortals even know it's there. But Cleopsis? As one of the Alltaker's children and a powerful member of the Faction of Flesh, she is a talented necromancer. Combine that with her crystal clear understanding of humanity and what makes humans tick. Well, she puts it best herself. To quote the Chronicle, she says, I alone spent time enough among the humans to learn the trick of it and would have attained heights undreamt of by even Queen Gethsemane or the Chancellor of Bone had my reign continued. 
Instead, my works were brought to ruin, an entire continent drowned, all to remove every trace of my influence from the earthly plane. With so much power, she was drawing the attention of the Celestials. Angels and demons were starting to notice surges of ethereal where she was. And this? This was all too risky. The Alltaker could not risk the rebellion on his ambitious daughter. If the angels and demons noticed her, they would notice him and what he was doing. And that couldn't happen. So he collected her from the mortal realm and buried her memory along with it. And so now, she's powerless. Sure, she has necromantic powers greater than most, a, a power that would be notable or important even to the court were she welcomed there, but she's not. Not truly. She has an honorary position within the court, but only because she's the Alltaker's daughter. But when she looks to her father, she sees only sadness resting on his face. And naturally, she feels spited. He asked her to go to the mortal realm. He asked her to understand them. And she did understand them. She understood them better than anyone. She understood how to gain power and how to use it. Why was she being punished for doing exactly what was asked of her? Was she punished for being too good at it? Whatever the case, Cleopsis is no longer the powerful ruler that she once was. And she no longer feels welcome in her own home. It seems that the mortal realm truly changed her forever. To quote the Chronicle once again, Some claim that they see a shadow of a dual nature within her. Is it possible that living among humans lent her a second pair of eyes, searching from behind her own? Cleopsis is still just as ambitious. She still wants the rebellion. She still wants to rise, conquer, and rule. And that is Cleopsis, the eater of the dead. As always, if you have any questions about Cleopsis, please let me know. I am going to answer anything and everything I can without giving any spoilers away. You guys have been asking some spoilery questions and unfortunately, I'm not allowed to answer them, but it'll be worth the wait, I promise. So you ask your questions, we'll quiz you later this week. And now I've got a question for you. See, Cleopsis was the ruler of a great empire. I want to know what you would name your empire if you were the great ruler. Thank you guys so much for watching this episode of School of the Dead. Tune in next week to learn more about the Alltaker's children and learn about Oglevale, the Executioner. Now go mortals, rise, conquer, rule!